G'day, I'm Frank. Hello, I'm Lachlan. And welcome to Denver to Down Under, our podcast where we contrast our experiences growing up to become better friends. And this is a, a, a very spooky episode of Denver to Down Under, uh, a, a deeply scary and, and uh, creepy episode. Who needs Halloween? This is April 2nd version 2018, the scariest date, right after Easter April Fools. This is Podcast Ween. Podcast Ween. You heard it here first, kids. This is the new Halloween. The scariest day. Why is it our scariest day, <laughs> Lachlan? Uh, because we're talking about childhood fears this week. Uh, we're talking about things that scared us growing up and... Uh, before we get into it, have you got a especially creepy question? Yes. Okay, so you know the movie uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, right? I do know the movie Nightmare Before Christmas. Which I'm going to call a Halloween movie, which is highly debatable. Like, highly, highly debatable. I think I, I think it definitely is classable, uh, classifiable yeah, yeah. both. I think it, it's probably more uh, Christmas than Halloween, really, because of the the like real focus no, on, the sp- on Christmas throughout the 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 film. They're such spoopy boys, though. They're very scary. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't. Uh, That's very important. Anyway, we can't get into this debate because then it's just going <laughs> to become our Jack Skellington podcast. Yeah. Um, our Jack Skellington fan cast. Yeah. We don't need that right now. Um, if you could get any band to cover This Is Halloween, who would do it? And we've already had people like uh, Marilyn Monroe, mm. Marilyn Manson, mm. not Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. That's a different one. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's. I mean, I would. I would <laughs> Google that one. I would. Hey. I would pick her to cover it. I feel now. Now that you mention no, it, no. Well, no. That's a different thing. Don't Google it. What do you, anyway, what do you, what do you mean? Ma- Marilyn Monroe. That's that's the the actress. You know that, right? Yes. I'm gonna go Marilyn Monroe. Who do you think this oh, is? No. I'll tell you at another time. All right. This is, this is <laughs> Buck Wild. You have just no idea who uh, who Marilyn Monroe is. Like, what what is going on? No, no, no. I know. Like, I can't. I don't understand. All right. No, this is not the time for it. I'll tell you later. It'll be our secret cast when we talk about our secrets. All right. This is sub <laughs> okay. cast. All right. Uh, who, who would you, you choose? choose? What band would cover This Is Halloween? You haven't chosen. No, I, 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 I've gone with Marilyn Monroe. I'm looking. I'm looking in Marilyn Monroe. No, well, she'd be like, "Wait, wasn't she the one who was like happier? Like, she did the." So it'd be like, "This is Halloween." I can't. Well, it probably would be to the tune, not to the tune of "Happy Birthday, Mr. President," because that doesn't make any sense. No, but how do you how do you slow down? This is Halloween. I'm sure no, there's like a it. jazz version of it where like there's like you know the the tittering of the cymbals in the background. It's like this is Halloween and and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a spooky jazz, very spooky, very spooky jazz. Okay, um, I would choose. I was gonna say Fallout Boy, but I don't think I could, I don't I don't think I could get behind that. So yeah, it's also like super basic. I'm sure like a bunch of emo bands have covered this song anyway. 
You want something, you want something new, something fresh, something, something cool vibing. Baby you know? metal. I want the baby metal band. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah. I want them to do it. I think that sure. would be a lot of fun, and I think the music video would be delightful. Yeah, I'm sure Rob Zombie could help. Yes. Okay. Cool. Well, we figured that out. And uh, yeah, so we're talking about childhood fears. Yeah. Uh, start us off. All right. Um, my one is is like very specific to to me. Um, so when I was uh, uh, a young child, I, uh, for some reason, uh, believed what I referred to as the slippery witch lived behind my bed. Jesus, that already said. Is this uh, a creepy pasta? Ter- terrorize me? This- oh no, <laughs> no, no! This, this is, this is, this is pure, pure Lachlan. Yeah, this um, is really intense. So, uh, I, I think my bedboard creaked or something like my headboard creaked, and that's that's what like generated this fear or whatever. Um, I also was like terrified of this like statue in in. Um, uh, the first house that I lived in, in, uh, in Port Macquarie, there was like this, uh, like lady statue in the garden. She was just like, it was, it was like completely non-threatening, but for whatever reason, I had this dream where it like, uh, came into our house and like killed everybody or whatever, or like terrorized Lucky. me. And like the way it moved was, um, was like, obviously it was a statue so it stayed completely still and just kind of moved side to side and like jagged motion move shifting towards me and like i could see it from my window and it would like it like went across the the yard and like came into the house what it was it was it was yeah was this a fever dream because oh like goodness this sounds horrible yeah yeah, it was it was it was it was terrifying. Like I was I was deeply deeply afraid by then that that's why it stuck with me so much. Um and uh my father uh dealt with the slippery witch. Uh he he uh like captured it in a net. How? The statue? And, he just grabbed um, the statue? Just no, 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 not not the statue. This the statue and the slipper, which are, are, are completely different. For what it's okay, worth. one was the inspiration. Yeah, so he 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 quote unquote captured the slippery witch from behind my bed, um, and flushed it down the toilet. Uh, as as you do for any uh, clearly hard to grasp witches. Yep, for any for yeah. any terrifying monster. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, he did he did this at night. Every night, uh, and uh, no, no, not every night. He just did it once, and that that like solved the solved the slippery witch debacle. Mm. However, it instilled in me a lifelong fear that persists to this day of flushing the toilet at night. Really, and uh, uh, I'm I'm like like semi okay with it now, but like it definitely imprinted upon me. Uh, a strong desire and a strong fear associated with the toilet flushing when I'm alone at night. <laughs> and if I if I have to like get up and use the bathroom, and then I then I have to to flush the toilet. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it it still makes my heart race. So wait, okay, so hypothetical. It is April second, the spookiest night of uh, the year now because we've said so. Yeah. And yep. you go, your mom's out, 
Har- Harley is um, doing his dog thing, but not near you. Yep. And you have to go to the bathroom. It is past 11.13 p.m. And you you like, you like use the bathroom in, in all senses. It is done with. Um, yeah. You cannot approach yeah. it at a different time because it's still – it's just living there now. Um, what is – what has left your body? Yeah. Can you flush? Can you deal with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can, I can now. But I remember, I, I like when I was younger, I would just like abandon it and do it in the morning. <laughs> like uh, I just, or, or, or I would flush it and like just like fucking leg it back to my room. <laughs> I have that with stairs sometimes. Just fucking, fucking boot it. Just sprint. Yeah, like if you're you're going upstairs and it's dark and you just, especially basements. Like basements aren't in Australia very often, but yeah, I do that. At, I do that with basements. Yeah, where, like just running up the stairs yeah. as if uh, something was gonna grab me. But like also, I'm. Yeah, yeah, you just don't want to be in the dark, right? Yeah, I'm often in between like 120 and 130 kilos, so if something's gonna grab me. It's gonna have to be strong. So, like, yeah. really, it's getting a workout. And so, like, look, if it's going to get me, it's going to get me. Um, yeah. You just got to accept your fate. You're going to die. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Wow. The Slippery yeah. Witch. The Slippery Witch. How, so. Well, the Slippery Witch is dead. Yes. So, that's a that's a, that's a a comfort to, to me and all of you out there that the Slippery Witch will never terrorize you or I again. It's good that we learned about it. But we also learned that it was done with. Yeah, that's a positive for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. how old were you? Oh God, I would have been very, very young. So we moved. We moved to Pomacory when I was um like uh six weeks old or something, and the uh, um uh, the house that we lived in uh we we lived there for for um. The, the, this is like the first house that we lived in, um, and we lived we lived there for for till I was like maybe um, six or seven. I was I was oh. under, under ten for sure. Yeah, I I a very young child. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty pretty good to have a good fear. You know, that's mm. when it, it like instills some character. Yeah, really. yeah, for sure. All right, tell me about yours, Frank. Okay, well. I mean, I'm scared of a lot of irrational things because it's most often that I, like, overthink and that, uh, like, I find meaning in things and that gets a little bit weird. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Golem from the Lord of the Rings series. I watched that when I was way too old, right? As in, like, you know, when did the actual movies come out? Um, it must have been early 2000s, right? Rings to... Which one's the first one? The Fellowship of the Rings. Yeah, Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, um, Fellowship of the Ring is the first one. Yeah, I would say like two thousand three. Yeah, that would look, be that would be that would be two thousand one. That would be the, the uh, okay. Right. It happened in two thousand one. I probably saw it around then, and I remember watching it and being like, "No, no, I cannot deal with this like spindly." Um, monster of a a thing like he reminded me of a spider and i don't really like spiders so this is kind of it hit that but also he was just grody and gross and like (laughs) 
Sticky. Looked a little bit like a druggie. Yeah, I don't deal with sticky. You know that. Yeah. Um, you know, we but, don't fuck with sticky here on Down Under Cast, that's for sure. If you're sticky... Only itchy. We're only itchy. If you're sticky, get lost. <laughs> this is this is our... Uh, Rack off. We ain't got time for you. Wow. You know, we're a pretty um, inclusive podcast pretty here, inclusive. but uh, yeah, yeah. not for sticky yeah, not for sticky. sticky people just we don't need that noise okay sticky anyway. get out of here <laughs> so he was just like the way he moved and he's portrayed by uh andy circus in in like the movies and he you know they use cgi and stuff but it's like huge eyes and his like bad teeth they just stressed me out and i was sure that he lived in my closet and <laughs> Yeah, and so it would stress me out. It was just, you know, that, like, fear of the unknown and, and the dark and stuff. But, like, he was the picture of that that fear, just him crawling around. And it also, it, like, stressed me out that, you know how they have that flashback of the Lord of the Rings where it shows when Schmeagol, who is also Gollum, like, originally finds the ring? Yeah. And he's... You know, he looks like a functional hobbit because that's what he is. Um, and he finds the ring and then he like deteriorates and he just eats fish just raw and by eating them. It's just, I can't deal with it. So juicy, and, sweet. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my nightmare podcast. This is our spoopy episode of... Uh, of Denver down under, but like, let's not do the voice, please. <laughs> let's not do the voice. Um, and you know, the funny thing was, was that I actually, cause I knew the ending of the Lord of the Rings, um, both from like reading the books and getting reviews from friends about like the final scene where spoiler alert, Golem like bites off Frodo's finger and then falls into the magma. Oh yeah. That was, that was gnarly AF. I didn't watch the last movie until like two or three years ago because that scene just sounded like too much confrontation for me. And I'm a super <laughs> confrontational person. But that, yeah, look. I just did not want to see that. Yeah. I, I think I think the, the, the third movie is probably um, my favorite. Yeah, no, it was a good movie. It was just that like I couldn't deal with just how gross he is and how like how fallen he is from his yeah. original hobbit form it and just like stresses the, me out the, the like spindly bits of hair like yeah like the, the like dry flaky scalp do you know it's honestly probably more influential uh golem was to me not really doing drugs than anything else because i was like have you seen have you seen the movie requiem for a dream i have not is it good? Right, is that, there, that if you watch that movie, you will never do drugs ever. Is there a golem like person? Everybody, everybody ends up a golem pretty much. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then watching like just his little scene in um, the Hobbit, that kind of like that brought back a little bit of that, you know, that stress about Golem because uh, that was the first time you know, that any of the characters had actually met with him chronologically. And, yeah, he's a very threatening character in, in that, for even though he's, like, a small 
yeah yeah thing. for sure and like him getting the rocks and killing the the thing yeah it just like i mean look if i saw golem now he would just catch his hands like it wouldn't be a problem um yeah. i'm not talking to him about the ring or about the filthy hobbitses nothing it's, he's catching this right hook I actually like performed the, the that scene from The Hobbit as a as a a, a prose reading what? Uh, at, a, at a drama at Stedford. Yeah. Why? The 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 what's in its pockets is blah 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 that whole that whole thing. Who were you? Uh, well, I mean, were you uh, Gollum? A, a, were you both? A prose, you were both. A, a, pro, a prose reading is where you um you get a section of text from uh, a, a book and you. You uh, just like read it out, pretty much. What and, drew um, you to that section? Just because it, it is really good, I guess. I think my elocution teacher provided it for me, and I, I liked the mm. the Hobbit, you know. And um, that scene in particular is yeah. like is like pretty fun because like you, Bilbo is like trying to figure out a way to uh, to trick trick Gollum. Yeah, I remember reading the Hobbit, by the way, and. What happened was, like, they defeated the dragon, and then essentially it just wraps up there, in that, like, he's like, oh, yeah, they all got home, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, <laughs> J.R. Toko's like, no, 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 guys, look, I did most of it. Like, fill it in. You you got that last. Look, I'm sure they all got home safe. I'm sure it was fine. The, uh, yeah, the journey home was uneventful. Yeah, they, he, like, concluded the whole thing in one sentence, and I'm like, okay. I guess, I guess our story's over. Thanks, Jr. Yeah, like I'm looking at a picture of Golem right now, and I just, I do you know he's? Why? why by the he... time he died, he was over 600 years old. Yeah, having the ring that long will do that to you. Yeah, the ring also stressed me out because they always went into the that like weird dimension that was kind of everything was wavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those uh. They weren't Dementors. What were they? Um, the the um, Ringwraith. The Screeching Boys. Yeah, the Ringwraith. I mean, yeah, that movie was great. But also, yeah, as a as a youngin, as a seven or eight year old, stressed me out. I was I was terrified of ET when I was a kid. Apparently, I just couldn't fucking deal with that like <laughs> like, like ugly looking motherfucker. I just like I just like blah, 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 can't 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 handle it. Him and his long ass fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting everywhere. What about this is a funny one. I so like when I go to bed, I have a like a little a little procedure that I do and then I like put my arm under the pillow, I wrap my feet underneath the blanket so that I'm tucked in and so I I'm a strong independent boy who has tucked himself in. I don't need any help. Yeah. But the yeah. reason I tuck my feet in now is because I watched when I was like maybe around the same age just i i remember finishing school and then watching like a 15 second promo for a goosebumps episode like you know how they used to have the the old tv series yeah i saw a like 15 30 second clip of just these kids and then like they're under their bed and it looked like a porcupine thing came and like attacked the guy's foot and it, like, never actually showed his foot being gnawed off or anything. It just, like, indicated his foot was being attacked. And, like, yeah. it was a weird porcupine thing. And that stressed me out for years. Like, I just do it out of habit now. 
but I'm pretty well, sure it's like, it's like all those like clickbait articles of like the the person with the Cheeto dust on their fingers losing their fingertips to like a rat nibbling it off in the night. What? You never heard of it? What? No. What is this? What part of the internet are you on? The deep web. The deep web. The dark net. You know, you know how it goes. Mm. But no, no, no that, that, yeah. that's like that's okay. like an urban legend of like like um you like leave Cheeto dust or like leave Dorito dust or whatever you like leave little little bits of food on your your fingertips and then like a rat comes along and like nibbles it off in the night and you don't even notice. Mm. That's you guys don't have them here, but like Cheetos would get uh, like hot Cheetos, the spicy version. Yeah, they yeah, would yeah. get red like red D forty. I mean, we do have them here, but they're just not readily available. Yeah, and your fingers were actually dyed. Like, the orange dust from Doritos and actual Cheetos and, I guess, Twisties here, you can, like, probably yeah. wipe off. Those, mo- like, I could write, if I had them, I could. I didn't need a pen for the rest of the day because I would just bring my finger across <laughs> and just continuously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was wild. Um, just drag it across the page. Yeah, it's, it is funny, though, how, how like, impactful these... Uh, these like little fears that you have as a kid, how they yeah. they they kind of impact you now. Like you, you're scared of the toilet. They, they shape and change you. Yeah. I always tuck myself in. I don't know if that's comfort now or just a little bit of uh, preparation in case one of those porcupine things. Which, on retrospect, like I was finding the the like promo, they are very scary. I'd catch hands with those things too. Like <laughs> I'm ready to fight all my fears now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, you're you're rip roaring ready to go. Well, like it's like, I I still feel more uh, uh, comfortable and safe underneath my doona than I would like just like sitting on my bed or whatever in the middle of the night. Like, yeah, for sure. If if I have to like like uh like if I get up and get a drink of water, like I just want to like get back under the covers because like the cover is you know obviously the shield against all all the the evil spirits and and the ghosts and the banshees and the 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 demons and such that that lurk in the ethereal plane that cross over to our world and 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 try to uh get you and and the the blanket is uh because it's infused with with that that kind of positive spiritual energy it's it's the barrier and it's just shield you can use it against it because you know if you've got your feet hanging over the side of the bed i mean it's also physically warm and comfortable right like that's that's another thing because your body heat's like bouncing around in there like the the blankets are actually warm and comforting at that point so yeah there's a physical aspect as well for sure yeah, well, you won't catch me like with my foot hanging over the bed, uh, 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 like over the the side of the bed. Yeah, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, you want know what's really sad? Yeah. When I was stressed out by golem in my closet or the porcupine things at my feet, do you know what I would say to myself to like feel okay about it? Please. I was like, death is inevitable. Um, but at least if you're going to fight, like if you're going to die, you're going to fight at least. And this is me as like a 10 year old or something. Yeah. That's like really dark. Yeah. Well, you're a lot more positive now, which is just baffling. Cause like, you know, I, I've certainly been crushed by, by, by the world, you know, my, my spirit is gone. I'm not, as I'm crossing the street and a car is coming towards me, I'm like, look, if a car hits me, it's going to hit me, but I'm going to do more damage to that than any kangaroo. 
that you've ever seen. You're going to punch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to really punch good. that car. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I just hope I have like a good song playing in the background. <laughs> At least the person who hits me, they will have like good taste in radio, right? That's all you can hope for. Yeah. What? If yeah. you got hit by a car, what song would you want playing? At the time of your hit, <laughs> that's a good. That's a good like starting question. Um, I think it would be like Super Mimi, like like Five for Fighting Superman or whatever, or or like something. Um, <laughs> uh, just like Super Morose, right? Yeah. What? It, how mad would you be if it was Gary Jules' Mad World? All around me, often. I mean that—that's fine. That's that's morose. That's a, that's a morose enough for me. I feel like that's too stereotypical. Like if someone, if someone was gonna hit me in their car, and it played that like sad, generic bullshit, I'd be very mad. That's fine. You know, you're just f- uh, fulfilling a stereotype, which like, you know, that's all we can really hope for in this doom dark <laughs> world. You know. That's on a completely different note. I have, like, this grim acceptance, and that's kind of what, what I was talking about with, like, look, I'm going to fight. We're all going to die, but I'm going to... I ain't going to go easy. If I get bit by a shark as I'm swimming in the ocean... Yeah. And sharks don't bite because they want to, uh, like, they're malicious. They're just... They don't have good, like, senses in terms of... They don't have good people skills. In Well, yeah. No. They're a little bit awkward. In terms of, like, vision... They're not very like good, so yeah. So they, they use their mouth as like as like a feeling thing, right? Yeah, and how they do that is they take bites of things, and so like they also don't like humans because we're not fatty enough. And so if a shark bit off my arm and then spit it out, I would be furious. I would be so mad that this shark had the audacity to take a bite of me and then not eat me. Like, oh my god. I would probably try to force feed the shark. I don't know with my own arm. Uh, I could probably, like, it's a matter uh, of... I don't don't think that's going to happen. It's a matter of principle, Lachlan. Yeah. Lachlan, this is my serious... Well, at least least you can, can, like... I mean, I I always have, like, pocket sauce with me, so I can, like, season it (laughs) and then, you know, like, make it a little more appetizing. Yeah, look, put some mayonnaise on it. That's the fat that the shark not wants. Mayonnaise? Yeah, sharks want mayonnaise. mayonnaise? Yeah, they want fat. Oh my god. Be be wider. I don't like mayonnaise. I am a spicy boy. You know this. Wow. Yes. Thank you for the silence. Okay. <laughs> um, do we have a mail-in memory this week? I don't think we do. Uh, no, no, unfortunately not. No, no, no emails. We have some speak. beef with Rex. Yeah, well, Rex seems to be trying to start something. I don't know. I'm not that interested in cultivating an internet beef this this early into our into our uh, foray into podcasting. I I'm coming for you, Rex. I don't think we have we have the you watch community yourself. at our backs just yet. Okay, you're on thin ice, Rex. I won't come for you yet. <laughs> <laughs> consider consider this your warning <laughs> shot you know a shot a shot across the bow okay so if people want to find us um or send in a mail in memory and a mail in memory is define it for us lucky well a mail in memory is where you share your own uh, little tidbit from uh from your childhood from your experiences growing up uh talk about something that uh 
uh, you experienced when we were growing up and we can talk about it and see if we can relate to it and uh, see if we had similar experiences, if different experiences, etc. Uh, so we, we got a, a message just the other week talking about uh, going camping in El Salvador and uh, that was a, uh, an unpleasant experience. And, uh, because they could get mugged. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you if you have a uh, an experience you'd like to share with us, please please send an email to downundercast at gmail dot com, or if it's if it's just a short little comment you want to make, uh, you can find us on Twitter at, at downundercast. Uh, if you'd like to contact Frank directly, you can contact uh, him at at frankly my dear. Uh, that's with three A's. And if you want to find Lachlan, you can find him at Young Cardinals. What's your actual name? Um, you changed it today, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Doom of Fools. Um, there was a a, a a magic card spoiled with a bunch of flavor text, and it, it listed uh, the titles associated with a particular legendary demon, and Doom of Fools was, was one of the titles associated with it, and I just thought that was absolutely fucking absurd. Like, having, like, you, you are... Um, I mean, look... I would love that reputation, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like Bel- Belzernock, Doom of Fools. Like that's so fucking sick. It's very good. So it sounds like sounds like a like a like a sludge metal uh, <laughs> title kind of thing, you know. When we do our metal makes me, makes podcast, me can it be Doom of Fools cast? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, see you next week. See you around. All right. <laughs>